she could never pinpoint the day, the exact moment it had altered. They'd sailed through thirteen, and Rachel had grinned with smugness. It happened so gradually, so subtly, that it seemed invisible. She noticed it like a new piece of furniture she had no memory of buying. Mia, one day, stood level with her. When they spoke, Rachel's eyes faced forwards. She could no longer see the crown of her daughter's head, no longer examine that whirl where her hair began. Suddenly there were two women in the house. There was a tall, demanding stranger, an interloper, who ate her food and flopped over her sofa. Her little comrade had gone, and Rachel felt it as grief. She ached for her girl, and struggled to get used to this new person. Words became complex around her, movements too clumsy. Even now, even when they needed each other. Do you want anything else to eat? She spoke the lines of the bland mothers she'd sworn never to be. She cringed as the words landed. Cup of tea? I'm fine. Mia stood up, unfurling those endless legs and arms. Rachel tried to reach her as she left the room, tried to stroke the marl of her hoodie, grip the flesh beneath it. But Mia whisked by and vanished upstairs. Her phone was in the folds of grey material, and she'd text her friends, her boyfriend, as soon as she was alone. Rachel wanted to follow her. She wanted to keep her in sight. They used to curl up together in the evenings Tim worked late, a pile of snacks on the coffee table, watching films Mia was far too young for. Rachel had always been proud of being permissive. They'd plait each other's hair as the movies flashed in front of them. Rachel would carry Mia up to bed when she inevitably dropped off. There must have been a night in that dark room. Rachel struggled to conjure back the sense memory. When she'd placed Mia down and never picked her up again. <laughs>